are ready to bring another exciting book to movie adaptation out of New York City. Ooh, yay. Yay. Yeah. I knew that was coming. Concrete candle moving. Okay. Coming down. You walked into that one, Trina. All right, so we're really excited. This is our first time recording the podcast outside of our home base. So we're going to check out our hotel. Mobile, y'all. We're in the Hilton Fashion District. Bam. Shout out to the Hilton Fashion District for having us. Um, Thank you. Yes. Today we'll be discussing Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. Screenplay for this book is by Destin Daniel Critton and Andrew Lanham. Uh, director, Destin Daniel Critton. And the producer is Gil Netter, Asher Goldstein, and Michael B. Jordan. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't Michael B. Jordan Look at him stepping up. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know until I stayed till the end of the credits and saw it. Go, Michael. Just <laughs> <Your> lips. Just <laughs> you with your lips. Let's <laughs> kiss on the screen. So we're all really excited because this is the first in our Black History Month series, podcast number one for BHM. <laughs> Everything's an app. So all month, we'll be reading from Black authors. <laughs> all month. So look forward to um, checking out our Black author series for this month. So let's talk a little bit about this book. Loved it. Love the book. It was very intense, though. It was very intense. It was a little... It was it had a bunch of facts in there, which yes. was great, but I felt a little overwhelmed because I couldn't retain the facts when there's like so many being thrown at you. The one that I really remembered was how many prisons were open between or opened between like 1996 and like 2006 or something like that or 85 and 95. It was like 10 or one every 10 days yeah. was the fact. And that just like smacked me in the face that there were so many that were opened. And how many people were placed on death row? A year before being even like sentenced. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, I was actually reading this book while I was on vacation in Dubai. And so I was sitting at the Loft Hotel out there and they just they have this beautiful lobby and I was out there by myself and I'm reading in my downtime and I was so emotional, crying and acting crazy um, that I just didn't even know how to react. Like, I just felt like I was going to have an attitude with anybody that said one word to me. Pretty much. <laughs> because I was so angry reading this book. It was just too much. It was overwhelming. It really was. There's so many. I mean, the amount of cases that were just brought forward in this book that the one person had just touched you know, not everything they were able to be successful in, but the amount of cases that he went through and just touched and just whether he was successful or not, the amount of people that he gave a little bit of hope to even, you know, when there was no hope. It, 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 it was amazing to me. That was one thing that I wish was portrayed more in the movie, though smaller cases that weren't the big profile ones. Right. That he still tried to give him hope, like you said, but also put forth that research and that effort that nobody else was putting forth. And so the book definitely gave that feel of hundreds. Yes. But the movie made it seem like it was maybe like one a year. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't really I like that. Yeah. The book was so overwhelming with the fact that it was just story after story after story and you just mm -hmm. 
I mean, my head was spinning. I couldn't take it. It like was just staff so... was juggling case after case, just trying to exactly. give everybody the same amount of attention. And the movie did not portray that that well, even yeah. though it was still great. They just, I wanted them to see that magnitude of how much work they were doing. Well, when they showed the scene, when they finally moved into the office space and they showed all the case files all over the desk, you kind of got this feeling that it was a lot of cases, but it just wasn't portrayed as, as yeah. Would you as have noticed that though, if we didn't no, read the book? I don't no. think I would have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I would have at all. I um, Cause, I mean, like Brian Stevenson did like a lot of work, so I feel like he downplayed his own self in his own movie. Mm-hmm. Since he was, you know, part of the whole making of the movie, he downplayed his own work. Yeah. Well, his whole team's work, not just his work. But I feel like he was kind of being too humble with that. Yeah. And I think, you know, I guess now that we're talking about the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we kind of only have to talk about them both at the same time because they were really good. But. Yeah. But the one thing I would say, and it probably it's along the lines of what you were saying, Lynn, is that the book really did talk about so many other cases. The book, the movie just focused on that one major case. But the other thing that threw me off just a little bit in the movie was that the couple of additional cases that they did talk about in the movie, like um, the one guy who actually got electrocuted, mm-hmm. that, that Herbert, Herbert that oh. blew up the bomb on the Herbert. little girl. Like there wasn't enough backstory on those individuals and even the character that O'Shea played. There right. wasn't enough yeah. backstory for you to understand and really feel like what happened. I mean, the guy that played, uh, what was his name? Herbert? Herbert. Mm-hmm. Her- oh my He goodness. was so good and his role was so emotional yes. and I felt him, but I just felt like watching that movie, I wanted to hear the whole story about how he was really trying to impress the girl and he wanted to go save her and, you know, all of the things that you learned about in the book. So I wish there was a little bit more of that backstory to make that situation more impactful so that you really understood that he needed to be in a mental home. Um, And also to piggyback on that, it it shows you like in the 80s that how PTSD was like nothing. As in they had no research, not no research, but like very little research to know that it's like a mental illness. It's not just you are obsessed with something or you can't deal. It's actually a bigger thing. So I think that they definitely should have elaborated more on his story because that would have brought the mental health aspect into this movie or book to movie adaptation also. This is is one adaptation that I understand them not including everything. Um, You know how I... I'm not a fan of it changing very much. Um, but if they probably, if they would have put all the backstory, the movie probably would have lasted forever because I've been okay with, with that. Me too. <laughs> me too. I'm sure their funding probably would have been okay <laughs> with that. But, yeah, no, no, thank I don't you. know. MBJ, <laughs> I'd have been there. Right. So I, I kind of understand. I, you know, I wish it was maybe like a part two to continue with the book. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? You know that would make more sense, but. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. So I give this one a pass for not including everything. Yeah, Yeah. it would have been overwhelming. I mean, the movie was so emotional that if they'd have put any more stories in there, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. Me either. (laughs) Me either. Yeah, at all. That's a good point. So it was just really good. Um, I did notice one difference um, that I noticed right away once I um, started watching the movie. Actually, the previews of the movie is that Walter McMillan, which was the main case that he was working on, it didn't come across in the book that he was a little bit nicer. No. He was nice to him when he first got in. He wasn't mean. He was almost happy to see him. No. No. Really? Maybe he I was fully standoffish. In the book, he was mean in the beginning. He wasn't, I mean, it wasn't mean, but he was standoffish either. in the beginning because exactly what they portrayed in the movie, he didn't want hope again. And so it took remember. them, it took him, them having to have another conversation to get him to a point where he was like, okay. 
But wasn't there some, maybe it wasn't Walter, but there was somebody yeah. in the book that said, I haven't had a visitor in this amount right. of time. It was I'm a different so case. That was a different case. Oh, okay. a different case. case. Okay. Young man, yeah. The first young man he went to see, the young guy, and he started crying. He was like, um, if I get a, you know, are you here to tell me that I got a date? He was like, no. And he broke down crying because he, he said, well, good. I can tell my my my, my wife and kids. However yeah. long he it was crying. a year. Yeah. He had been yeah. there a year and wouldn't let them see him right. because he thought he was getting a date any yes, day. exactly. Probably because he was already on death row. Right. Which was crazy. Oh my gosh. Look, I'm getting mad all over again. I swear. I'm getting mad all over again. That movie was just... um, But I think the same... I mean, I think they tried to touch upon the many cases when they showed like each person saying, yeah, and they told me this. Yeah, and they told me that. But I just feel like, you know, I don't know, maybe another 10 to 15 minutes by just grabbing a couple more stories to talk about. Because some of them were just... You needed to hear them. But I feel like when they did that, it was showing the lack of information exchange yeah. between the judicial system and then like the inmates. Right. So, but it wasn't the ones that Brian Stevenson like touched. Mm-hmm. So I wanted them to show like both. Right. The fact that there was no communication, inmates had no idea what was going on in their own lives and or soon to be deaths and the ones that Brian Stevenson was helping with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I watched a documentary also on Brian Stevenson. Mm-hmm. It's a small, short little documentary. And they touched on some of the cases that were in the book. And it's tough. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that we can handle that. <laughs> I'm saying that I wish we would have saw more of it and had more backstory, but mm-hmm. in the big scheme of things, mm-hmm. I just don't know that I could handle that in a two-hour movie setting. Like it was, I already left out of the movie theater, right? Man. It was, it was a couple of <laughs> touching moments for me that I had to catch myself <laughs> from breaking down, which was um, the guy Herbert who um, was in the electric chair that was about to electrocute him, and then everybody was doing. Oh, he just felt God. so alone in that yes. moment, and I just, it was so strongly portrayed on how alone he felt. Um, and then all the inmates was making noise and he could finally hear it. And I was like, oh my God. especially when like they were sitting together, uh, Brian Stevenson and Herbert, they were talking and he said, you mm-hmm. know, I don't have anybody else. Can I send my flag to you from like the military? That was beautiful. And to show how alone he was and that that one person was reaching out and he mm-hmm. felt that. Right. He still felt alone, mm-hmm. but like he felt but a little bit of like hope. A friend. But then yeah. right after when they started making that noise, it was like yeah. a complete. 180 exactly. from I have one friend to I'm loved mm-hmm. and yeah. that's what I got and from that scene and he showed that on his face oh, yeah. he, he was amazing he, he was he, you he want was. to talk about nominations <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> he needs was, to get something right. because you really felt everything it, 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 not the expressions on his face mm-hmm. the way he carried himself I mean even him collapsed. trying to do right. the breathing techniques mm-hmm. even when he walked in it was like how do I look do yeah. I look funny it was just you know really it, it yeah. showed a lot yeah it was yeah. a lot I had like a like my, a knot in my stomach that whole scene yeah I was like trying to breathe mm-hmm. and make sure that I, I continue to breathe right. as I was watching the whole thing oh yeah no that's I where I lost it there. that's where I was like that's I when I was here and I thought that one just I couldn't right I was like oh my god I'm having it I'm having an anxiety attack in the movie theater you definitely said yeah, you did. Yeah, you well, did, after, you just a fan. you're like, my heart rate right. is going. Like, you started, like, taking off your jacket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were I was sweating. having an anxiety attack. Oh, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm having an anxiety attack. It was just too yeah, much. That, that, yeah. that caused me to just, I was uncontrollably crying. That scene, was I was like, do me. I want to see? Because, I I mean, I love, like, the goriness of everything possible. But then no, that part, know. I was like, I'm so glad they didn't show, like, the details oh, no. of it. Because yeah. I would have absolutely lost my 
S-H-I-T. The way they described it in the book, where they didn't have to do it again. There's no way I'm If they would have done it just from the book, I would have lost my mind. I wish they would have done it from the book without taking it to the end of actually showing what happened yeah. but I wish they would have shown the impact of somebody when you start it and then it didn't work and then you got to do it again mm-hmm. like people who um think so highly of the death penalty should see stuff like that 1000 percent. because not everything works perfectly exactly and like they debate of how you know we we can't have cruel and unusual punishment that literally is what that is mm-hmm. yeah it's not a guaranteed um you know end of life it's torture Mm-hmm. Literally, it's yeah. torture. The electric chair. Like you said, you, yes. you know, you can't, you shouldn't be punished. You, we understand you did something wrong. You, you murdered someone, but you don't take a life for a life. You know, it, it's what um, you're a legit you're human. Saying. Yeah, but you know, that's that's a whole nother yeah. topic. <laughs> so I guess moving so, towards the end of the book, I mean, the end of the movie when they were showing the credits. I'm not the credits, but sort of what happened to each character, which we didn't necessarily know from reading the book. Mm-hmm. And you know, they were showing. Oh, that was a great uh, addition. It that was a great, great addition to the movie. I love that I piece love of that. it. Mm-hmm. But when I read the write up on that yeah, sheriff, that's make that sheriff Tate. Make you, oh yeah, my God. that freaking reelected him. How many six, times? Six, Thirty-two, six, six times. Times. Thirty-two years, years consecutively, and he and retired he, in two thousand nineteen because of this movie. That was two like. weeks ago. Oh. Because the movie. Oh, was I don't know. Two weeks ago. The way when this movie. I don't think out. he would have lost his job. I just think that because who's he going to lose it to? He was reelected all these times. Who's he going to lose his job to? I just think the pressure. On mm-hmm. him, probably in his family. He's an old ma- older man now. He has branched out children. I'm sure one down the line to marry somebody black. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's going to cause some problems. So he just rolled out because this movie was uh, outstanding. He wanted to retire with a good career before yeah, it was tarnished exactly. by this movie. Oh, no, exactly. it's tarnished now. Well, now it is. Now, now it is. But, like, he office. can, I guess, by paper, it says yeah. that he's a great Sure. Yeah. When yeah. I read that, I was I just could not wrap my head around how somebody could reelect this person exactly. so many times. But you know what? They don't know the story. You know, a lot of times we're reading this story, we're reading the book, but the people that were reelected him, I guarantee you they don't know all the details of the story. The fact that he lied and did all of this stuff. They know you know, what the media or whoever in that neighborhood or in that right. area. Because a lot of times know. the news is in their general area is not the same mm-hmm. as the rest of us. Exactly. exactly. Which is why the whole town believed that Walter McMillan was guilty. They were hate. They hated the family, friends of his Even wife. Even after he was released, they were just like, they were, oh, he's right. going to be guilty yeah. no matter what. I mean, it was just crazy to me. It was. So they didn't know the story, which is probably why, I mean, this guy was probably a great man. He kept the place safe and he put the criminals away. Mm-hmm. I also think that in the end, they um, gave a nice sweet ending to how um walter finally passed because in the book it wasn't that nice yeah i think they definitely i mean i kind of see it as being sugar-coated yeah because the book was definitely showing he struggled struggled a lot yes and then in the movie it was like he was with his family he did have a hard time dealing with his death row time Mm -hmm. and i'm like no he literally fought and struggled his whole rest of his life dementia yes all that yeah but he had a lot of problems before that set in and i I just Mm -hmm. it's just unfair how about um the young lady that played the uh, Eva, the one that played um, mm. what was her Brie name? Larson? Yes, that played Eva. And yes, Sonny? yeah. I thought she was so good. I love she her. She really was. I remember, and when we were reading the book, it was like 
I know she can right pack up and roll out. Right. Like I'm done with these <laughs> people. Cause you, you, mm-hmm. you, you know that. And then, then the movie, they portrayed it so well. Um, she was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. That I'm she was like, I am 1000% behind this. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm not going to let my son see his mama give up mm-hmm. because so of this, cool. that and the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, she did a really good job. Well, and it. you know, it, I think it kind of, took until I saw the movie for me to really understand, you know, the success was just not his. The su- success was also hers because yes. oh, I he was great, yeah. but without her, without it would have been a lot, yeah. it was a lot the, more there was a partnership. Yeah. yeah. Between she the was two great. Of exactly. And I, you're, you're, yeah. You're right. I did not <laughs> see that until the movie. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, she was his assistant. Like, in the book, it's kind of how I got it. Mm-hmm. But now I realize, like, if he didn't have her as, like, his her right-hand person, his right-hand person or whatever, that would have not, they would have not been as successful as they mm-hmm. are continuously. And yeah. so I, honestly, I know, he I needed, like, a, he also I needed, mean, like, that white face, honestly, yeah. to get into some doors. Oh, a lot and, of those doors. Um, yes. That I much changed. <laughs> So I, I mean, I got that out of the book because she was, they were saying how she was fighting the fight before he even arrived. Mm-hmm. She was fighting the fight for yes. people. No, I, did, we got I that. did get that, yeah. but I just, I don't know. It just, it, it clicked to me watching that it's movie. not just, you know, he, it's his story, but it's both of their stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's amazing. I mean, this Harvard graduate who could have took that Harvard law degree. Like his mama said. Anywhere. Why you going south? Right. And he was like, I ain't making no money, but I'm going to do what I need to do. And that's just so admirable. I mean, I just. It really is. It it just warmed my heart because he didn't have to be there. And one of the things that really stuck with me was that they he you really saw how these inmates weren't just clients. They were family and they were like people that were involved in his life. And in the movie, they really definitely said that they maintained um, Brian and Walter maintained a friendship Mm -hmm. even past the time that he was free. Mm -hmm. So that right there really resonated with me that he he cares, not cared past tense he mm-hmm. cares about every mm-hmm. single one he helps mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that right there stuck with me a lot mm-hmm. right i'm telling you if um jamie fox does not win some type of award just based on after that um judge said that he was free his oh that emotion i was just like i was, was just like stunned. i mean it it seems so true you know what i'm saying he relates that Right. What does that mean? Right. right? Hugging nobody. <laughs> and I, I think that he portrayed that he understood what was said, but he didn't think it was real. Right. right. He thought he was hearing right. things. You could see it all But it wasn't, it was like some kind of alternate reality. Right. Yeah. And that's what I got from his right. portrayal of that like reaction. So this young boy that got me out. But everybody in the movie did such a good job. They did. I mean, yeah, when I think did. about when Michael B. Jordan got pulled over mm-hmm. and he was mm-hmm. like, hold up, hold up. Hold up. And right. his eyes were watering and he's... I mean, he's furious. And when he had to take off his clothes oh my God. for the strip search when he went to go visit his client. Yeah. Like, he And they asked him, like, to bend over a car. Yeah. And he was like... But you know what I got from that? His facial expressions is, like, I'm here to help. He had to focus on, like, these Why people are worse, not there for in you. worse conditions than he is right now. So Correct. that's what I kind of got from his whole facial expression. He yeah. had to clear it up, like, okay, whatever. But the fact that he could convey that. Right, just his facial exactly. It's like, amazing. I just feel like him, and then, I'm sorry, but Herbert was my favorite. Like, yeah, he definitely. just... Herbert was the, is, was the MVP of this movie. Yeah. Right. Like, seriously. <laughs> exactly. He took you there so clearly. I mean, I, I, I do think Jamie Foxx did a good job, too, but I, 
I honestly think Herbert did better than everyone. I mean, mm-hmm. it was... He did. One of the people that I really liked was um, Minnie, his wife, seeing her character. They downplayed a little bit yeah. of her reactions to, for one, seeing her husband again, and then also um, how the police used, like, dogs and those intimidation mm-hmm. tactics to scare the family away mm-hmm. and friends away. So I wish they would have added that in a little bit more to show that even though she was afraid for her life but also afraid in general that she still had to overcome her own fears to be there for her husband Mm -hmm. even after all that they went through with him cheating and whatnot i wish they would have portrayed that but i do think that karen kendrick did an amazing job at playing minnie that was what i saw in my head i'm glad they talked about the part where I was hoping they had the, old, the, the older lady in the courtroom. Yeah. I, I wanted them to show the that. Old the old mama that gave the hugs mommy. and... Yep. Oh, uh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like the elder of the neighborhood yes. who couldn't I'm, get... I'm she couldn't that. get in that first mm-hmm. time. And then the second time she was like, no. Like, mm-hmm. all this he's been through, I'm going to have to overcome this to get through this door. Right. Mm-hmm. And dog. be here for Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad they didn't... Um, because in the book, many was telling Brian, like, listen, he can't come back here if he was to get out. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are not together. You know, I'm going to be him for him. But he, we can't live together, I guess, because she was still hurt from everything that's happened mm-hmm. or she's moved on or whatever the case was. So I'm glad they did not put that in there. It made it seem more um, like she was by his side in the movie. Well, even though in the movie she said, you know, he is my husband. I'm going right. to support him. We got a lot of things to work out. So they touched on it mm-hmm. versus how it was right. like a complete separation exactly. in the book. Exactly, yeah. yes. So I know we've kind of talked about <laughs> casting well, pretty did, much through. The good thing about casting, though, is when they... Sh- I like it when they show the actual people at the end and yes. how good of a job they pick these people because... Walter McMillan? Herbert? Yeah, yes. they all look just like him. Like Herbert. Yeah. I'm like, is that, is that him? <laughs> Is that him or is that the real person? Right, yeah. When I because right. I hadn't looked at that um, dude. Yeah. Ralph, oh my god. Um, Ralph Myers. Ralph Myers, perfect. I he played dead. that role so well. Oh my god, oh my he was god, he amazing. Did. Yes, and he I was, was thin too. Who played Ralph Myers in the movie? Um, Tim Blake Nelson. Tim was awesome. He was. He was Tim Blake Nelson was really good. He was really good yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, that must have been hard for him also to like play that role because um, in past movies where it comes to a little bit of like racism and that injustice, I know I've read articles about how a lot of white actors have a hard time playing that role because mm-hmm. it's so against their human nature. Even though it's a character, they are playing a character because they're actors, but they have a hard time being disrespectful to someone they have so much respect for. Mm-hmm. So I am I have admiration for um tim blake nelson because that has to be hard it's to show hate towards somebody and actually not be that as a general person but tim well, didn't show, didn't a, lot show hate, a lot of hate in the not in the movie anyway the, the yeah. sheriff did i'm the sorry sheriff. that's, yeah, that's such what i meant my bad mm-hmm. yeah. yeah tim didn't i mean i felt like he struggled he even helped, in the book right with yeah. just the decision he made yes Oh yeah, the book uh, showed even more of a or portrayed yeah. even more of a struggle yeah. than the movie yeah. But I don't even see it as a decision he made, and I feel like it was a decision made for him. When you torture someone, you're really making the decision for them. That's and true. And to have him sit through that, knowing that he burned as a child, and then you're gonna make him sit on death row when he didn't do anything that was even mm-hmm. worth being on death row, and then smell the burning of another man. You you tortured him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That's true. It was a yeah, powerful that's true. statement for um, Brian in the movie to step in front of the gaze from the sheriff to 
um, make sure that yeah, he, he was like him. ready to turn back and be like, yeah, I don't know, I don't remember, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he stepped in front of him, he kind of you can still kind of a lawyer move. Yeah, that's a, that's a lawyer you move. Kinda, but he needed that. Yeah, he kind of needed that though, because that gaze, he was just staring at him. He would not. I'm like, oh my god, if looks kill. Right. So this movie motivated me to go on to Brian's website and join the resistance. Yeah, I want to meet him just to give him a hug. Right. So I joined it. So I get their newsletters now to see what's going on. He is an amazing person. I just, I mean, it takes a lot to go through that and do what he did or do what he's doing. So y'all ready to rate this one? Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That was was an exhale that we needed. Listen, I'm just saying full glass. Yes. Full glass from Full Lynn. glass from champagne. Full glass from Raya. And that's our bottle. That what are we bottle. Did we not even describe what we're drinking? We've got to talk about it. What are we drinking today, Lynn? All right. So today we are drinking Duckhorn Napa Valley Cabernet. It's a 2016 wine. It is bold and has flavors of blackberry, huckleberry, which I don't even know what huckleberry is. Huckleberry fin. But it tastes good to me. <laughs> Yum. Yum. Okay, so we are getting a full Full glass glass of duck corn. Wait a minute, a full bottle? Oh, I'm sorry, a full bottle. Yes, that's You're getting a full glass. (laughs) Right, maybe I've had too much already. (laughs) So um, anyway, go out and check out this movie. Read Read the the book. book. Read the book, read the book, and then you will thoroughly understand the movie. You will thoroughly get through, um, get the points of how much this really um, took a toll on our wonderful lawyer um, and really get a, a, a better appreciation for the movie. Yes. Yes. Great movie. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Check us out on Instagram. Subscribe. Also, check out our YouTube channel. We've got some videos up there. And there are more coming. There are more coming. We will we'll be uh, out tonight once we finish this up because we're here in the NYC. Woo-hoo. And um, we'll be out on the town. Yes, I